Fitness for the Fairways podcast, helping you make your body the best club in your bag. Joe interviews the best strength coaches, physical therapists, and golf professionals to help you take your golf performance to the next level. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fitness for the Fairways podcast. I'm your host, Joe Gambino. I'm a physical therapist here in the New York City area. And if you'd like to reach out, always uh, recommend you guys follow me on Instagram. Reach out to me on Instagram. Uh, that's where I put a lot of the other content that I create, um, videos, um, infographics, all revolving around golf fitness, uh, fitness in general, and rehab slash movement advice. So head on over there, connect with me, uh, follow along, and uh, I can provide a little bit more value um, there outside of the audio only. This week's episode, Running Solo, I wanted to talk about a couple things. I wanted to talk about the evolution of powerful performance. I wanted to talk a little bit about the growth of this podcast. There's been a lot of changes since episode one. I mean, we're coming in on 97. We're almost at the century mark uh, for the podcast. We just hit 50,000 downloads. Thank you guys so, so much for, for listening in. Uh, so I, I wanted to, to talk a little bit um, more about what's going on, what's to come a little bit, um, and kind of let you guys know a little bit more about me and the business. And then I also wanted to talk a little bit about something that's kind of popped up here and there with what I've seen with some of my clients that, especially when they start to work with me, people tend, uh, there, there's a group of people, it's not everybody, uh, but there are people who like to work out hard. They like to do a lot. And when they see me, they're like, oh, there's not that much in your programs in comparison to what they're doing. And I wanted to talk a little bit about how much is too much for training. How do we know if we're training with the appropriate volume, the appropriate intensity? Because I think it's important because sometimes less is more. Um, and for some people, more is more. So I want to kind of give you an idea to figure out how do you know where you are on that spectrum and, and you know, does it matter and do you really need to make changes and things like that. So, so we'll get into, into that as well. So like I said, we are, I am, this podcast is one month shy of being two years old. We are 97 episodes in and it's just crazy. Um, I mean, for those of you who've listened to multiple episodes, you know that uh, Frank Duffy was the co-host of the podcast uh, way back in the day. He has, um, as of last January, he left the business to pursue some other stuff. Um, and, you know, so this business, uh, you know, I became the sole owner. And, you know, over that time, and I think over the entire course of the business, you know, its mission has completely not completely evolved, but it definitely has changed and grown um, into itself over that time. So the mission for Par 4 Performance is to help 10,000 people move and feel their best so they can return to the thing that they love the most. And that's kind of what it's all about. Can we get you to move? Well, feel better. And at the end of the day, is it can you go out and do whatever it is the task is um, at hand without feeling like you need to foam roll or stretch or recover afterwards, right? You should just be able to get up and go and live life. And yeah, you can have some aches and pains here, but you shouldn't have anything that prevents you or makes you nervous about going out and doing something. So 
I really don't know how many people I've worked with over the longevity of my career. I've been in the industry now for 14 years doing both personal training and physical therapy. I've done I've I've worked with uh college athletes at the division 1 level for just about all sports. Um so the total number of people that I've worked with I'm not really sure, but since par four performance has really kind of got going over the last couple of years, uh, we have tracked how many people we've actually been able to help virtually. And we're up to uh, 1,140. So I think we're well on the way to hitting the 10,000 people mark. I don't, I don't foresee that to be an issue. I'm sure we're going to well exceed that. Uh, but that's kind of the initial mission right now is educate people on how they could be there, be and feel their best at all times, help people actually do that via some of the products that we put out and just educate and really help as many people as possible. Uh, so that's kind of where this business is out. And, and I think that's kind of where this po- podcast really came from. It's all really about getting you, the listener, high quality information about fitness, rehab, golf in general, there is so much information out there, good information and bad information. Um, social media and the internet has made getting information much, much easier. But at the same time, because there's so much information, it can be very, very confusing. And that could be difficult for, for some people, especially when trying to figure out like what should they be doing for themselves. And sometimes the information that you get just is counterproductive to what your body may need or how to actually improve your performance. You know, there's a difference here between performance training and working out. And I think as someone who's trying to figure out what to do from themselves, you have to figure out, are you just working out? You're just trying to get some sort of fitness adaptation. It's not, you're not looking for anything specific. You're just trying to burn some calories and stay healthy and move more, right? That's one side of the spectrum. In that population, there are certain things that you probably just need to keep in the back of your mind, but you're not training for anything in specific, right? On the other spectrum, there is performance training. You're trying to improve your golf performance. You're trying to improve your mile time when you're running. You're trying to do, you're trying to improve your strength. You're trying to improve specific qualities that you deem you need to improve. And performance training is different because we have to be more specific um, with the types of inputs and the types of qualities that we're trying to improve over the course of a month, a year, five years, 10 years, so we can continually see performance improvements, right? So there are two very different things, not vastly different in how we would program them, but we need to be more um, structured when we're talking about performance training and you know the golf performance program that that uh, I'm doing and it's kind of like my mini project as far as how I can really change my golf performance, how I can use fitness and all the lessons I'm doing and constantly kind of not just get better at the game but to also improve my golf performance or so seeing club head speed increases, what can I actually do? Um, with the training to see a change or complement my golf game. So that's kind of really where my training is going. So it's very um, different than if I was just trying to put on a little bit of mass or if I was just working out to stay strong and move better, right? So 
I am I am actually planning it out. If you go to the Golf Performance Page website, it actually breaks down quarter by quarter, every three months, how the program shifts in focus so that at the end of the year, right, I am improving upon the qualities that I'm deeming important for golf. And the question is, is now as I track these things, am I actually making the changes that I'm doing and do I need to make tweaks along the way? So I think it's a really great experiment and I can kind of reflect on each block and say, hey, this is how it went, like my off-season training program went amazing. I gained, you know, over the last four or five months, I gained 13 pounds. That was a personal goal that had nothing really in reflection to do with the program itself. Um, Club head speed on my driver went up 14 miles per hour. You know, those are two of the really big things that I was trying to, to do. And it's actually been translating to the golf course, which is even better because I've been striking better. I've been, you know, my carry distance on all of my clubs are up uh, drivers up 40 yards and most of my clubs are, are up about 20 or so. So it's a big difference and I'm having <clears throat> different decisions on the golf course, <clears throat> which is a good thing. I think I'm in much better positions to continue to play. I think the scores will continue to come down and, I, and I'm really optimistic about what this season will bring as long as I don't lose my golf swing. So that's uh, one thing um, that's been really nice. So that's the difference there between performance training in general and if we're just working out for working out because you want to stay healthy, you want to move. Uh, you don't need to be as structured. You can just go out and do any any mode. It could be our kin stretch classes. You could do yoga if you like that. You can take a Pilates class. You can do uh, hit classes. It doesn't matter. You just make sure that you're moving and staying healthy. So so I just wanted to start there and, and kind of give you that breakdown a little bit. So back to that, you know, this business, this podcast is all about getting high quality information to you guys. Um, so You'll never find a gimmick on here. This is going to be a no-nonsense um, podcast. It's a safe place where you could come to learn about everything about maintaining the health of your body to improve your performance, everything possible so that you can kick ass this year in um, and off the golf course. So you can always reach out to me. Again, all right, yeah, Instagram is a great place to do so. You can reach out. At Joe Gambino DPT, you, I respond to every email, every DM. You reach out in any way, shape, or form. I'm going to respond back to you guys. Um, it's part of why I do social media. I'm not a, a huge fan of doing social media. It you know does take a lot of time. It is almost a job in its own right. But I do enjoy the connection I've made with people. I mean, it, I've met a lot of people through social media helped a lot of people through social media. So I find it very valuable in that regard. So if you feel like you need something from me, you have questions, um, please reach out. By all means, there is um, it's an open door policy um, completely. But back in the day, Par 4 Performance was created for two reasons. One of them was my own personal struggle with lower back pain. I've talked about this story before in my 20s. Had a herniated disc. It happened while playing softball. Uh, came in on a flat ball. I just had to make like a quick movement to my left. There was a little bit of rotation, a little bit of flexion, and boom, shooting pain uh, down my back. Uh, couldn't really bend forward, and it was a long rehab process. Probably took me about six months to do uh, to actually get over that. And since then, I've had on and off back pain that I've been struggling with, trying to you know constantly putting work to make sure that my back feels good. Um, 
But back in my 20s, I mean, I beat up my body. I was overtraining. I've had plenty of sports injuries. um, And my body was pretty beat up because of all of that. So now my goal is to keep my body as healthy as possible while maintaining a high standard of performance. So I don't, you know, I want to see my golf club at speed pick up and get to a really high level. Um, But at the same time, I need to make sure that my back's able to handle it and all of my joints are able to handle it and that I can play golf for years to come and not just, you know, kill my body at, you know, the expense of club head speed or the expense of playing better golf, right? So I'm trying now to, you know, where my focus is, is how do I combine those two to the best capability so I can play golf, feel good, move better and enjoy life because, you know, I'm not a professional golfer. I play, you know, once a week if I'm lucky. So I need to have um, a body that can hold up and do other things as well. Um, And that goes into part two of why par four performance was created is I've made a lot of mistakes, um, you know, and I love playing the game of golf. So how can I start to put all this stuff together and share my journey and share the insight and education that I have to help you do the same thing if that's your goal, right? If you want to continue improving your golf performance and you want the longevity component, you know, the things that we talk about in this podcast, the things that you see on my Instagram page, the products that I promote, um, all of those things will help you get there. Uh, you just have to be consistent with it. You can't just sprinkle it here, sprinkle it there. And I think that's one of the big components that people struggle with with fitness is that we try it for two, three, four weeks. Maybe it makes you feel better. You stop doing it. You go back to feeling how you were. And then we either say it didn't work or we kind of give up on it, right? So, and then we're like, oh, well, I still have the same issues five years later. Well, have you done something consistently over a pretty long period of time to continue to get better? If you want your strength levels to improve, right? Or you want bigger biceps or whatever it is, you don't just do it for four weeks and stop and be like, ah, you know, I didn't gain the weight that I wanted, right? Or I didn't get the strength that I wanted. We know that working out is a lifelong endeavor. Same thing with mobility, same thing with movement practices where you're trying to improve how you move and how you feel. Uh, You know, you need to stick with something for a while in order to get the optimal benefits. It's like compounding interest. It's, yeah, you start, you feel better initially, you keep doing it, you feel better and better. And over time, all of those benefits compound until you have you know, a body that moves extremely differently and feels extremely differently than it did a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, so on and so forth. Um, So that's all the the goals there and why it came out. And, you know, you guys are all well aware of my journey to break 100. Um, So, you know, I will continue to provide that um, journey with you, right? Going back to this is kind of the story of, you know, where I've gone with my body and then taking the educational components, right, and putting it all together for you guys. So, you know, I already kind of discussed the golf performance program. You know, the enrollment is now closed. You can't get on the waiting list uh, for the next three-month cycle that starts in August. It is worth getting on the wait list if you're interested in the program uh, because you'll have first access to joining and there will be exclusive offers for people specifically on that list um, that you won't be able to get anywhere else. So if you're interested, uh, head to the show notes or head to www.joegambinodpt.com backslash golf performance program. And you'll see the links to um, sign up for the waiting list um, right there. So get on board. 
um, and you guys will receive those kind of exclusive de- uh, offers uh, and, and you guys will get the first access to the next um, cycle. But, you know, the the how I'm progressing with these things, you know, like I said, I'm going to continue to share this journey with you guys. Um, and I, you know, it's 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 unbelievable to me. You guys are have been uh, tuning in, you know, the 50,000 downloads thing so kind of blows my mind. Um, that you guys are interested in my, my journey. Um, you guys are interested in the content that I'm putting out. So, so this is great. And one of the things that I really wanted to talk about, about the future of this podcast, um, now that we're coming to the century mark here, is I want to get you more involved. So this is some of the changes that are going to happen. I'm going to start doing mailbag episodes every so often. I'm not sure the exact time frame it depends on how many inquiries really I get um, but on the fitness for the fairways website and in the show notes there is now a link where you can go and fill a form uh, with a question or a topic that you want me to talk about so if you do so I'll mention you on the podcast throw out the question and then I'll specifically answer that question for you um, so I think that's going to be a great way to kind of continue to foster community, help me answer the questions that you have versus it just being me, you know, making up topics along the way, which I'm going to still do, but I like it to also be a little bit more revolved around you. Um, I also <clears throat> want to play some golf with you. So if you are around the New York City area, you maybe you're traveling in, um, shoot me in a message on Instagram, send me an email support at par4performance.com. Just throw uh, you know, throw something in the in the mailbag section on the website. And you know, maybe we can get a foursome or something like that at times work out. Um, but I think that'll be really fun to to kind of get out and play uh, a round of golf. So and the last way I want to kind of really foster community and get to know you better is you know we said we have the facebook group so come join the fitness for the fairways facebook group and get involved start come start a conversation i want to hear more about your own golf journeys um so you can get um I mean, the links are always in the show notes for you to join, and you can always head to www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash fitness for the fairways, or you guys can just go onto Facebook group section and search fitness for the fairways, and that bad boy will pop up. So now I want to just uh, give you a little bit of educational content here uh, and talk about how do you know if you're working out too much? Sometimes, you know, we've all heard the saying, Less is more. Um, on this podcast, we talked addition by subtracting. You know, there is there are ways to figure out if you are pushing yourself too hard or too little from a fitness perspective. And this is something that I hear all the time, and I've had this come up with uh, a few times when I've had people join the golf performance program. Um, like, oh, this is all that's in here. I'm used to blah blah blah, and. Yes, um, as you know, certain times, you know, doing less intensity makes sense because we are expecting to go out and play golf, perform better, whatever that may be. Certain times of the years, yes, we we are go we pick up intensity for certain reasons, but overall, without having to figure out what your goals are at the time, right? Because all of these, you know, thought processes on how much we should be training um, is very individualized per person, but there are a couple ground rules that we can follow to know, okay, hey, you know, I should be working out at a, at a fair intensity. So rule number one is that 
you're, you should not start to feel overly fatigued all the time. So if your body feels sluggish, your body feels heavy, you feel tired. And, you know, obviously there's other things that can be driving that stuff, right? You could have a lot of stress for a long period of time outside the gym. You cannot be sleeping. So take all those things out. We're just going to put this in a vacuum. If you've been training really hard for months and months on end, and all of a sudden you're starting to feel very, very fatigued, um, the injury bug is starting to come around. There's more tightness. There's some aches and pains. We could probably say um, that we're probably pushing the intensity a little bit too hard. And you probably want to give yourself more rest days, maybe break up the intensity of the workouts um, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, uh, so that maybe you have a high-intensity week, then a medium, and then a low, so you can start to play around with things like that. But that would be kind of sign one that we're doing too much. That's the big one, right? The, the fatigue, the aches, the pains, those are signs of overtraining, okay? On the flip side of things, the under-training the big thing that we'd be looking for is that you never have any soreness. Um, The difficulty of your workouts are not very difficult. And the real big one here is that no progress um, is being made towards your goals. So whether that is Aesthetic, like putting on muscle or losing weight, whether that is increased club head speed, whether that's increased strength, right? If you're not seeing these things happen week over week, month over month, year over year, it is most likely an intensity issue, right? Because if you are pushing yourself a little bit, there should be at least some progress being made in that direction, right? So obviously there are things as plateaus. You may see progress in the beginning and then stall off. You'd want to then at that point figure out what's going on at that point. Is it technical issues? Is it injury? Is it just, you know, again, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. You're pushing yourself too hard. Um, so, you know, those are the, I think the on the, on the flip side there, on the, you know, two main ways to know if you're actually starting to give yourself enough stimulus or if you're giving yourself too much stimulus to actually make progress and then you know i think it's really you know blurred lines here and it's very easy to cross over those lines but you know when you're at proper intensity and and you're training you're not always out of you know out of breath every session you're not always sore after every session but you should feel like you've worked um you may be a little sore the next day and again right you're finding that you're more energized than you are depleted. You know, yeah, you're going to have some exercises um, that killed you. I was in St. Lucia this past weekend, and the hike uh, wiped the hell out of me. So it was it was a pretty tough hike. Um, uh, hiking the Patans there, and it was, what, 1,900 feet of elevation gain, I think, total, pretty steep. And, you know... I felt it. I was a little sore the next day. I was like dead for the next, you know, four or five hours as I was recovering from it. Uh, pretty tired. Um, yeah, you know that that's okay to have in in short bouts, but that shouldn't linger out into your your daily life, right? So, um, yes, you can be tired for certain workouts, but overall, most of the time, we should be feeling energized. Um, 
we shouldn't be losing energy outside of our workout sessions, waking up in the mornings, um, going through our days, falling asleep in the middle of our days, um, things like that. You should feel at the end like you did get some sort of workout in. And, you know, that's kind of really it. it. It's, it's you know, again, right, not super specific, but some set of guidelines that you can try to figure out if you're doing too much or too little, right? Are you feeling achy, super tired all the time, tough to get up in the morning? Maybe overtraining is what's going on there. Have you not made any progress at all? Workouts never feel overly challenging. You're just kind of going through the motions, um, not pushing yourself at all, not trying to get, you know, well, I wouldn't say not trying to get better, but you, you kind of get the point there is that, you know, you know you're kind of under training and not kind of getting any sort of proper stimulus to actually get your body to adapt to the physical changes. And then where is that sweet spot where we're challenging, challenging yourself I would say typically if we're looking at like a RPE um, where I usually like to have people sit between if we're not doing power work, we're just talking strength work between a six and a nine on the RPE scale flowing throughout the months. Um, If we're talking about one RM percentages, you know, somewhere 70 to, you know, 90% is going to be the kind of sweet spots there varying again intensities over the months sometimes harder sometimes less hard Um, but you know are we starting you know that kind of sweet spot we are working hard in the gym sometimes we're feel dead after our workouts but not all the time and that we're seeing progress towards our goals as far as whatever we're looking for strength aesthetics club head speed things like that so I hopefully um, I know that's short and sweet, but hopefully that was enough to help you guys figure out is your workout intensity right for you, right? Because there's no one answer to that question. Some people need to work harder than others because of goals. Some people don't have to work as hard. So, you know, right now with in-season golf, my training is not as hard as it normally is or if we compare it to off, off-season off golf. So, Hopefully that helps you guys. I have some exciting news for you guys at um, next week, launch of episode 98. I'm really excited for all these changes. I hope you guys hit the mailbag um, section. Let me know what you guys, um, what kind of questions you have, what kind of topics you want, all of that fun stuff. Leave that review um, and join the Facebook group all um Looking forward to these kind of next chapters, uh, what the next 100 episodes will be like. Um, But talk to you guys next week, and I am excited to drop the news to you guys.